Hi there, everyone. Hey, how you doing today? Hope you are doing well. Um, put my phone on, do not disturb there. Uh, happy Valentine's Day. Hope everyone is having a good, nice, romantic, sweet Valentine. It's wonderful seeing all of the, the posts on social today. Um, welcome to Cooped Up Live, should I say, the daily-ish broadcast where I just talk about whatever I want. Uh, while we're waiting on folks to join, coopedup.com is my website. You can visit that at any time. I'm Cooped Up is my handle on all the social places. Would love a follow wherever you be at on the social interwebs, um, especially if you're on the Instagrams. And then last but not least, uh, wherever you watch or listen to this, it's aired on Facebook Live, both on Cooped Up, my page and my personal profile, as well as YouTube Live, and then rebroadcast in audio format on uh, all of the major podcasting platforms. Oh, that was a long sentence that I did not take a breath during. <laughs> That's like I just worked out. Um, be sure to click the bell so you get notified anytime I come live, post new content, whatever. So with that, let's get rolling. Hey, Mama, how you doing? Happy Valentine's Day. I'm wearing my special heart sweater today just for the thing. Although I, I'm going to be wearing this sweater year-round. It was very expensive. Um, it is from uh, Trina Turk's men's line called Mr. Turk. So so it is ho- It is happy Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Um, do they celebrate Valentine's Day all over the world? Or like does Canada have it today? Does England celebrate it at all? Um, I don't remember if Germany does or not. So... Um, Hey, Sandy. How are you? Thank you for the sweater love. So I'm interested in what y'all are doing for it. So here is the scoop here in the Koch household. We do not celebrate Valentine's Day at all. Like, and, then, and you know, that sounds like like the Grinch who stole Christmas or the, the black heart that whatever. But we don't celebrate it. And it's actually for a very good reason. It's practical. We're German. So practicality rules. Um, Todd's in my anniversary. We celebrate our anniversary on February 28th. So two weeks from today, we will celebrate uh, 24 years together this year. I believe that's the math on that. 1999 to this year, 2023. Yeah, 14 or 24. So uh, in two weeks, in 14 days, we will celebrate uh, 24 years together. So that's why we don't do anything for Valentine's Day. Um, because it's just kind of eclipsed by our anniversary. Our wedding anniversary is July 25th, I think. We really don't do anything much for that either. We kind of just acknowledge it, but um, we've always celebrated the the date of our first date, which again was February 28th, 1999. Um, So, um, and then Claire's birthday is the following day. Claire's birthday is March 1st. So we've just got a a chock-a-block full of celebrations that one week that we've decided that just Valentine's Day is going to get the, the heave-ho. And we've never celebrated it. Like year one, like 11 months, two weeks in, we were we had already decided, you know what, it doesn't make any sense. And it doesn't make sense. We're not going to go out to eat and fight all the restaurants and all of that kind of stuff. Um, Eric is being my research assistant the day is popular in the United States, as well as Britain, Canada, and Australia. So basically where white English-speaking people live. And it's also celebrated in other countries, including Argentina, France, Mexico, and South Korea. Oh, okay. And in the Philippines. So that debunks the first part of what I said. I should have read through the whole thing before commenting. Um, interesting. So all of those countries must have Hallmark stores. That's what, uh, yeah. Um, 
Monica is saying we are emptying our non-working fridge this evening. Yes, Monica's fridge went on the fritz this morning. She went to there. The milk was lukewarm and the uh, 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 freezer stuff had started to sweat. So I did not envy you on that. Um, do the kids celebrate at school? Yes, actually the, the program or the student council, which Mason is the co-president of, they sell carnations with little notes on them for like two bucks a piece as a fundraiser to pay for the uh, activities of the student council. So <clears throat> and they had little parties and all that kind of stuff. I might actually kind of crashed them at the end because I had a meeting at two o'clock up at the school for our um, new campus, which is, as I have been saying for a while, we are 10, we, we've been 10 minutes away for two hours uh, on the new campus. So um Anyway, pardon my sniffles too. I think I may be getting a sinus infection. I am going to either tonight or tomorrow morning make a teledoc appointment because early, this is probably TMI, but earlier today I blew my nose and the snot has started to change from clear to cloudy. And that is almost always a, a sure sign of uh, that there's some sort of mess going on. I'm going to go try to use the Navage machine. If you do not have a Navage machine, it is genius. It is basically like a neti pot that is motorized and it just pumps the water in one side and sucks it out the other for you. So you, you don't have to tilt your head, no gravity or anything like that. Um, it still makes, it still feels like you're being waterboarded, but at least it's faster and it takes all the stuff with it. Plus it's fun to look at the little tank at the bottom and see the little jellyfish floating in it. But the, um, uh, uh, Teladoc maybe in my future, I have taken two COVID tests so far. I have made, because we're going to Pasadena, California this weekend, and I'll talk more about that later, but um, I've made the promise that because we're going to see a little baby, that I'm going to take a COVID, and I was just in Las Vegas, that I'm going to take a COVID test every day this week just to make sure. So, and Sandy just got a steroid shot. Yep. So I think what I'm having is a combination of the dehydration on the Vegas side of the trip and then coming back in allergies. And I had a cold right before we went to Vegas also. So I think I've sounded like this and been kind of itchy and hacky and stuff. So yeah, too much Vegas fun. Exactly. I'll tell you, uh, we enjoyed the smokeless casinos or the, the lower smoke, the less smoke casinos way more than the smoky ones for sinus and allergies and all that kind of stuff. So, um, and uh, Eric is commiserating with Monica. Fridge problems are the worst. We recently had to spend $1,500 to repair ours. Yeah, and you've got one of those fancy built-in ones. Um, Monica has got a really um, nice one. It's it's the French doors on the top and I think two drawers on the bottom. And I'm very jealous of, of it because of the amount of stuff that you can get in. We, and we have two huge side-by-side -side refrigerator freezer, but somehow I feel like we just cannot get as much stuff in it as other people do. Um, so... Uh, Sandy is saying I took two COVID home tests and realized it expired last year. Not sure if that matters, but I got tested urgent care. I think they've decided that they don't know what the actual expiration date. So they were being very, so I know for a fact that they have said that you can add six months to the expiration date and it is fine. And the at-home tests are very reliable if you are symptomatic. If you have symptoms like right now, me having symptoms, they are super accurate. It's the asymptomatic people that they kind of are a little sketchy on. Um, but I did see, like I said, that they said extend it six months for sure. It may be longer. They're not sure. Because um, what would expire in the test? I mean, the, the little solution, right? Um, but that's, 
just like a tiny little amount. Um, I like the, we have the ones that have like a little tube that you pull the, the foil off the top of it and you set it upright and then you, you rotor your nostril, put it in there, swirl it around and then use that to drip things in there. That's the one I like the best. Um, Eric did not know that COVID tests had expiration dates. Yeah, I think everything, and it's like, it says expired. It does not say best buy because I think most best, most things that have expiration dates now actually have best buy dates. Um, but maybe there's some uh, active ingredient in it. I do not know. Um, so did I tell y'all that um, I failed to mention yesterday that I have lost over 30 pounds. I hung up on the show yesterday, immediately texted Eric and I was like, Oh my God, I forgot to remind y'all how much of how much weight I have lost. I continue to lose weight, y'all. I actually lost weight in Las Vegas. I do not know how. We ate at Italy. We ate at um, Mon Ami Gabi uh, at Paris. We ate at Martha Stewart's place twice. We I didn't really snack. I drank a lot. Um, uh, but I fully expected to gain a few pounds. It turns out I lost a pound. And I think it's from all the walking. Honestly, I think because everything is so far apart because both of us were just like dead um, when we were done. Um, but so I, miracle of miracles, lost weight while we were in Las Vegas, eating our way through Vegas. Um, so there was something that happened on this trip, actually. I wanted to ask y'all about it. Have y'all, is there a change in um, TSA guidelines for like common folk? Um, you know, I'm pre-check, global entry and pre-check and have clear and all of that. So we go through a special line and they basically just kind of look at you and make sure that you don't, you're not openly carrying a gun and they're like, hey, just keep going. Like you put your suitcase, you don't take your shoes off. You don't take your jacket off. You don't take your belt off. None of it. Right. And you just put your suitcase on the thing. You don't even have to take the liquids out. Right. And it just goes through everything. And last time I was at an airport where I did not have, they did not have a pre-check line. It took me like six tries to go. And I was almost in tears by the time I was done because they were getting so frustrated with me and I was frustrated myself. And that actually, is, I cry more easily when I'm frustrated than anything else. Um, because I'm like, oh, I forgot. I got to do that. I got to take my shoes. I got to do the belt. got to take the iPad out. I got to do this. Well, Carrie on the way out to Las Carrie very rarely flies American Airlines. She's a Southwest Airlines girl, girly. And um, so she did not have her TSA pre-check number in her advantage account beforehand so she did not get pre-check on the way out um there but funny thing is she told me when we got through she was like uh that felt just like pre-check it was a little bit longer of a line because um she uh she said she didn't have to take her shoes off she didn't have to take her belt off and she did not have to take her liquids out of her suitcase at all have y'all traveled i mean those of you who don't have special privileges like I do. And I know you do, Eric. Uh, uh, have y'all noticed a change? Um, I did notice that they don't ask for a ticket at all anymore. You just hand, hand them your ID. They put the ID in like this little up and down slot thing and it goes in, sits there for a few minutes and then pops out. They don't scan your, they don't scan a ticket. They don't even look at it. They just, it's literally all your ID. So obviously there's been some sort of integration that helps with that. So um, I was just curious, and I haven't had a chance to look it up on, in a research department. Do your job. Um, when would they have changed that? Would that have been, because we traveled at, no, we didn't travel at Christmas. We traveled at 
No, we didn't travel at Thanksgiving either, did we? Or did we? I don't remember. I can't remember the last time I was on an airplane before this weekend. Was it was it Thanksgiving? Did we go out for Thanksgiving? I can't remember. Um, to North Carolina. Or no, I don't think we did. Anyway, so I was I, I'm just curious about that. Um, I have the storms last night woke me up in the middle of the night here. The thunder and the the lightning was so bright and the thunder. I don't I don't it didn't seem like it rained that much. However, uh, the trash cans were all flooded, tumped over and um, in the street. So obviously there was enough that it it could move trash cans and such. But the uh, 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 Monica sang Disney last year. No, I know that I've been on a plane since then. Because I, I know we went to we went to Mexico um, for uh, spring break. We went to uh, went to Dad's funeral also, and then Mexico for spring break, and then we went to um, Seattle so that we could do the the cruise. So I definitely know that I've flown most recently as last July. I just can't think of since then when. Um, but anyway, our flight back. Um, so what was that? Oh, last night waking up. So I've had a lot of lower back pain since flying back. So our fl flight had a lot of turbulence. And I do not deal with turbulence well. I, it scares the hell out of me. And so I tense up. And I think I did something to my back. You know, when you get to be a certain age, you can throw your back out doing anything. So like on either side of my spine, that kind of muscle that's right there, really low though, like where it kind of connects to my tramp stamp area there. Um, I've been getting some pain. Oh yeah, we came to your house for Thanksgiving, Monica. That's correct. Um, so memorable, obviously. Now, I remember, um, but here's it. So it's sore. And so I'm in bed. And then once I can get to sleep, I'm fine. But then the storms woke me up. And here's the thing that's worse. So it's just sore right now. I've been using this on my little Thermogun, Theragun, what's this? Yeah, Theragun on it, which I got for Christmas a million years ago and haven't really used it, but I have been this time. Um, it's the jolt of pain. Like when you're, when you're fine and you just move and it, it like jolts you like that, that is the thing. Um, do you carry your TSA pre-check card in your wallet? I do not. I do not even carry. I don't think I've ever, ever been asked to show my TSA pre-check card ever. Um, <clears throat> I keep it in my passport in the safe in our house. And then when we travel, I guess I just keep it in my passport case because my I have like a leather case for my passport. But never, I've never traveled with it. Don't keep it on my person at all. Um, Mason used it for DISD testing because they did say that they were going to ID kids and they did not um, because he has no other form of identification. Um, so, um, but these jolts in my back are killing me and make, so I was super sleepy this morning when I woke up. I need to take, so I need to remind myself that, uh, hey Siri, remind me at 9 p.m. to take magnesium. Let's see if it does it. Add okay. It. I had to take magnesium for this evening at 9 p.m. Oh, thank you. Um, so I have this magnesium powder, which is like a natural muscle relaxer. Because I don't have actually muscle relaxers, nor do I want. They scare me for some reason. But I don't mind taking all every powder in the world. Um, so, And I'm trying to not take Advil as much as possible. Because I was reading that if you have high blood pressure and are on blood pressure medication... That the NSAIDs, the non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, 
you are not, you're supposed to try to minimize your, you can take them occasionally. You're supposed to try to minimize it. And the blood pressure medicine is processed through your kidneys. So they tell you, you can take Tylenol, but you can't take Tylenol if you drink alcohol a lot because that, that'll shut your liver down. So it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. So, so magnesium it is, right? Um, <clears throat> so, um, and then I have to get your advice on something. Uh, you should take Tylenol before ibuprofen. Not if you're a heavy drinker. Mm -mm. It says if you drink more than like two drinks a day or something like that, that Tylenol, it's like, do not take it. It will just suddenly shut your liver down. Um, so don't want to do that. Um, oh, um, so this weekend we are flying out to Pasadena, as I mentioned at the top of the broadcast, uh, to go visit my uh, new nephew, Adler, and his parents, Nina and Peter, Todd's sister and brother-in-law. Um, so the Gunkles uh, are going out to see their little nephew. And the kids are going with this as well. But we have a quandary now. I mean, I know what we're going to do. I'm just curious about your opinions on it and if this makes me a bad parent or not, which I don't actually care. But the um, so um, Todd got notification. This, so Todd is executive platinum on American Airlines. You may already know where the story is going. And so got notification today that he and I got upgraded to first class. But the kids who um, are not somehow we're on different record locators or something. The kids did not get upgraded to first class, which is fine. It's total waste on them. Um, and um, so the way it's going to happen is we're going to fly out. Todd and I are in first class. The kids are in like row 12 of coach. So row 12 is only like four rows in. I think first class to LAX, I think it's six or eight rows, maybe more than that even, a first class. And then I think it like either eight or 10 is where it's starting. They're in row 12 and they're together in row 12. Um, and they've flown alone before. So it's not like the first time they would have ne never done this. So we're, they're going to fly in coach as Eric's lead the kids in coach. Uh, that's the plan. Um, but here is my question. My question is not, should I do that? Cause I am going to do that. And I have no regrets about that at all. My question is at what point do we let the kids know that that is going to be the plan? Um, like the pros and cons are, the pro is that they're not surprised by it. Telling them in advance, the pro is they're not surprised by it. The con is that um, I have to hear about it for the next four days, about how terrible I am, about how scared they are, the guilt trips, all that kind of stuff, right? Claire tends to get really angry about stuff like this. She's, she's pissed that I went to Las Vegas and saw Adele without her. Yeah, I'm not paying $750 a ticket for a 13-year-old to go see Adele. But uh, no, Monica, don't you dare tell Claire right now. I will come get you. I know where you live. Um, but the uh, and so so the pros and cons of telling them in advance are no surprise, but having to deal with it. The pros and cons of waiting until we're on board and boarding like we get our tickets and we're like, come on, kids, we're getting on the plane. And then we get them situated in row 12 and then we walk back up to first class. First of all, pro of that is we don't have to listen to the belly aching about it. Pro of that is they probably are not going to throw a fit in a public place. Pro of that is there's a lot of pros I'm, I'm figuring out on this as I'm talking through it. The other pro of that is um, it's kind of the jokiness of it. Like we, we get them situated and then we're like, okay, we'll see it. And then we go sit down. Yeah. Uh, so those are a lot of pros. The cons are, 
maybe it's kind of mean, but is that really a con? Being mean to your teenagers? I don't know. Uh, break it to them gently in the ad breaks. <laughs> our kids are so spoiled. So we have, I mean, our experience getting to the airport is so otherworldly anyway, like first world, like upper tier first world. So first of all, we take the express lanes on the highway. If the express lanes on the highway are ever open, I always take them. Even if there is not a single other person on the road with me on the main lanes, because I like the separation. I am kind of a bougie, bougie stuck up bitch like that. But mainly I like the separation because there's no passing. There's fewer chances of fewer cops. There's the speed limits faster. It's like five or 10 miles an hour faster. Not that that matters because I drive 20 miles faster anyway. Um, and the likelihood of like a drunk driver hitting us or something is like a lot lower. Plus again, bougie, special lane, had to pay to be in it, all that kind of stuff. So we take that most of the way to the airport where there is one available. Then we get to the airport and I always prepay for parking at DFW airport. If you prepay, you can park, it's like $7 and you park, uh, directly like at your gate versus having to shuttle or park far away. You know, I think that the main rate, like if you just show up, it's like $28. So it's huge cost savings. If you book it online, dfwairport.com and a um, little pro travel tip there. And so then we park like just outside the gate. Also, I think DFW is the most genius airport that exists in the United States for sure, if not other places, because you get to park directly in front of the terminal that you're leaving from. And they have so many TSA checkpoints and all that kind of stuff. So we're spoiled by that. Then we all have pre-check and global entry. So we get through that. And we have Todd's uh, executive platinum and then my random credit cards that have benefits also. And so we get like free checked bags because I hate schlepping my stuff to the airport. So we check our stuff most of the time. And we probably won't on this trip just because it's only two nights. Um, and we did not for Vegas because it was two nights. Because um, <clears throat> I can pack really light for those. And then we go straight away into the Admirals Club or into the American Express Centurion Lounge. And, but mostly Admirals Club because Centurion Lounge at DFW is crazy busy. But, um, so the kids are spoiled. And then we show up at the gate like a minute before we board in like group three because Todd's executive platinum. And then we get on situated. We get free snacks as part of it, all that kind of stuff. Uh, we always take like the main cabin extra, which I'm sure the kids are in one of those too. So. Yeah, let's play a little, little, a little violin, sad violin song for my children. Yeah, and I've told this story to y'all a million times. I still remember when we, when I realized that my kids were spoiled brats, and it's all of my doing because I like to travel that way, and I'm not going to downgrade my status just for them. As we were, we were coming back from St. Thomas, our, and it may have been our second trip that summer to St. Thomas. Again, spoiled. Um, we're walking, we're, we go into the airport and Claire goes, but daddy, this airport doesn't even have a lounge like that. And I was like, oh, it must've been the first trip. But, uh, I was like, oh Lord, who, what have I created? Cause the St. Thomas airport, I will say is I've been in Greyhound bus stations nicer and not that there's anything with Greyhound. They pay for a lot of this, but the, uh, uh, they, uh, God. Losing my train of thought because I think I said something I'm not supposed to say. <laughs> uh, no one tell Todd, please. The uh, uh, I did not denigrate Greyhound at all. I was just making a comparison that bus. It's a known fact that bus. I'm not making it better. I need to stop. I'm not making it better. Anyway, St. Thomas Airport is terrible. 
So um, you should probably tell the kids you're boarding with group one and that you'll see them whenever their group is called. <laughs> oh, that would be the worst. The looks, the glares we would get as they walked by. Oh, no, that would be the worst. Now, we always actually, um, our philosophy on boarding groups, and I don't know if this is true or not. Our philosophy on boarding group is everyone boards with the highest priority person. So like if, if because a lot of times Todd has to travel separately from us, like if he's on a work trip or, and we're joining him or whatever, and he's booked separately, he'll get like group one or three or whatever number he gets based on, on his priority. And we're like group five or six. Um, we will just walk in with him and scan through and they never stop. They've never stopped us on that. Um, he just always makes sure group one is on the top. Um, so, that, and, and that they know we're all together. So anyway, I don't know if those are the rules, but anyway, so if you have any thoughts, I'll keep you posted on how that goes down. That'll be for, uh, won't be here on Monday because we're actually flying out Saturday morning. School is closed on Monday, and so we're flying back Monday evening. Um, so I'll tell you on Tuesday how that all went down. That'll be fun. Um, and then the last thing I have on my card is public school shenanigans. Let, let me tell y'all. You know, I told y'all last week, or two, I guess it was last week. Yeah, last week. Last Tuesday, so a week ago to, uh, today, Mason had his uh, one of his tests for the International Baccalaureate uh, program at at two of the high schools. So two of our high schools, Woodrow Wilson and Hillcrest High School, have these, it's kind of like an academy, but lightly academy within the main high school, right? And they're high schools that are they're kind of in better neighborhoods, all that kind of stuff. So they're very desirable. And so um, Mason has applied for them and, is and Woodrow is the number one of the public schools that is on his list. And um, so we took the test on Tuesday and um, I get an email on Thursday afternoon telling me uh, that he has been deemed ineligible because uh, one, he did not take the test and two, because we do not live in the district, right? He's been ineligible for the first round of selection, the lottery or whatever, however they do, because they don't do it on merit. You just have to get at least a certain amount on the testing. And then it's a lottery from there on that. And, and I think it's a lottery, but I think, I do think they separate it by, they make sure that enough, en enough kids come from each of the school feeder patterns that want to come there. So like we're the sunset feeder pattern. So they make sure there's enough from the sunset feeder pattern anyway. So I get that and I'm like record scratch. So I immediately call up to the school and they're like, this is the part you need to email this person. So I emailed that person and hadn't heard back that evening, hadn't heard back the next day on Friday. Um, and basically I was like, uh, we were at the test. Mason tells me that he was in room 231 and uh, I dropped him off personally, walked him into the auditorium and no one checked IDs or anything, but I know that he was there and I picked him up afterwards, right? Um, and we live in the district. Here is a copy of our gas bill. Like I sent them that too which we already had to do beforehand anyway. And so um, Saturday rolls around and I get an, another email saying, sorry, there was a mistake. We have re on Monday, we'll reinstate you back to the proper status. We didn't mean to blah, blah, blah. And so then on Sunday, I believe it was, we get an email 
from the mothership of DISD headquarters, the uh, the central enrollment office, I think is what it's called. And they're like, hey, uh, sorry, that was a mistake. It's been remedied. You can go to the portal and check it out. So obviously this happened to a lot of people. Probably for it to have gone up to central enrollment, there's no way that it was just Mason. And so then take care of that. And uh, so I log on and sure enough, they've updated it saying, in processing and he is eligible and all of that kind of stuff. Right. But then I scroll down to Hillcrest, same fucking thing. Hillcrest high school says ineligible for the lottery because of did not take the test. And it didn't say that we didn't live in the district on that one. It just said he did not take the test. So I emailed him back and I've not heard back on that one yet. Um, it's our like number three choice of four. So I'm not overly concerned about it, but still I did email them back. But y'all, I just can't imagine. How do people who like have like taxing full-time jobs, which admittedly I do not, um, how do they, and, and the means to understand that you can challenge authority and all of that kind of stuff. Like, like I'm a very entitled, rich, large, white man and gay, you know, uh, there ha hell hath no fury like a gay man mildly inconvenienced. And so um, uh, I know, and Casey is saying this is not atypical. I'm like, well, it proved to me that if we get into the pri any of the three privates we've applied to, that decision is done and done. Um, and that the public's, and you know, God bless you if you work at a public school. God bless you if that is, if you were wanting to support public school, all of that kind of stuff. But Proud to be public is not the hill I'm going to die on. Let's just put it that way. And someone will die if I end up in public school because it will be a murder-suicide situation. I know that sounds like a shooter thing. That's not what I'm saying. Of me just being frustrated so much that I'm like, what the hell? So, um, yeah. So, anyway, so that was the shenanigans that I was dealing with over the weekend while I was also in Las Vegas to see uh, Adele and eat at Martha Stewart's restaurants twice restaurant twice um uh yeah i know ours went to private schools and i'm a poet i said i mean i know a lot of public school employees who send their kids to private so um and i'm not bashing public school i hope it doesn't sound like i'm they're just like we i'm like really really seriously so anyway all righty let me look through the you got about 20 seconds to make some final comments um, I'm going to scroll the comments and make sure I did not miss anybody. Um, after I hang up here, I'm running to the grocery store to figure out what I'm making for dinner tonight. I fully anticipate that the grocery store is going to be a shit show of men at the last minute trying to buy out the entire, uh, uh, floral department. Cause that tends to be the case at Tom Thumb at this, on this day at this hour. Um, but I'll do my best to figure out what Hopefully they're not buying dinner at Tom Thumb. Hopefully they're just buying the flowers. Um, and so then I got to figure out what I'm going to make for dinner. Got to go get some of my lower calorie, lower carb wine. Because I'm romantic like that. Um, so um, Eric's saying, I've already had two second grade parents request me to be their teacher next year. It's a very good feeling. Yeah, I, I bet. You know what it is? It's because you're a type A gay man who is organized and communicates well. Even if kind of bitchy at times. <laughs> uh yes so um all righty well with that i'm gonna say bye i love you it's important to know you were loved i love that you watched this thank you so much uh, take care of yourself 
happy Valentine's Day to those of you who celebrate. Nice little heart there. And um, I will catch you tomorrow on the flip side for another episode of Cooped Up Live, should I say. Talk to you later. Oh, Eric's going to Yardbird for dinner at 6. What a romantic time. So, already talk to you later. Bye.